Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. Welcome to Kindy Rockstars. My guest today is Randy Sauer, but you may better know him as Jammin' Randy. Welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you for having me, Patrick. You got it. All right, well, tell everyone a bit about yourself and how you got into making Kindy music. Well, I uh, uh, I started out as a music teacher. I, I went to college for music and uh, primarily teaching band. Um, I was a trumpet player in junior high and high school, and learned to play some guitar and some bass guitar, went on to college, and um, um, I was always interested in writing music, so I, I started out kind of writing some jazz band music and some concert band stuff, and um, as I got out and started teaching, um, I taught primarily band for about my first seven or eight years of teaching, and then I got into a position where I, um, I had to teach some third and fourth grade music, and that kind of scared me because I... <laughs> I really hadn't encountered that before, and I really didn't um, take too many classes on that when I was in college because I didn't really have intentions of teaching elementary music. But I found out I really enjoyed it, and um, the kids um, were fun to work with. They had a lot of enthusiasm, and I like that uh, because sometimes you get into high school or junior high, and they don't always think it's the coolest. But elementary, (laughs) they love that, love music if you can make it fun for them. And uh, so, um, as I'm teaching this music, I'm thinking, man, some of this music is just kind of boring. I, I don't know. I, I bet I could write some music that would be more fun that they'd really get into it. And uh, so I started writing some of my own tunes to teach the concepts that they were wanting to teach with the other songs. And kids liked it, and parents got to hear some of my music, and um, they started saying, you know, you should go out and perform these songs for kids. Well, most of them were more educational and stuff. They weren't just, you know, for fun type songs. I wrote songs to teach rhythms, to teach uh, pitch concepts or different things like that. And uh, so as I I went through things, I I thought, well, I need to start writing some just fun songs. So I started coming up with some goofy titles, different things. I I think one of my very first songs I wrote was a song called The Happy Dance. And... uh, and that, uh, that was a lot of fun, and we put together a little school video of it with all the classes doing the happy dance. And, um, in fact, that was my first CD was called Happy Dances. And um, uh, I was playing in a band at the time, um, like a kind of a country variety rock band. And um, I had one of the guitar players in the band. He had some recording equipment. So I got together with him and had it, had him help me record some guitar tracks to it. He was... A really good lead guitar player so I had him reach, do some of the re, um, lead guitar stuff and I played guitar and keyboards on it and um, 
put together some rhythm tracks for it and um, it was interesting uh, I came over and started recording some of my songs and uh, I still had kind of that music teacher um, um, oh just thoughts and stuff of trying to make my music a little bit more complicated than it should be <laughs> and uh, the guy I'm recording with he goes you know if the, you're recording this for kids right and I was like yeah because just let's just keep it simple. Simple as I think is better for the kids. And I was like, you know, you're you're right. And so we we we're not really simplifying it, you know, where it makes it just too simple, but just making it where the kids can understand it better and stuff. So um, he really kind of got guided me and getting me started in in uh, recording things. Um, and then I eventually went back and got my master's in uh, recording and composition at Fort Hayes here in Hayes, Kansas, where I'm from. And uh, so I learned how to do all my own recordings. And since then, I've been doing all my own recording. And, and since I am a band teacher, I can play bass, guitar, piano, and I play all those instruments. So I, I try to do everything myself. And um, um, occasionally, I get some people to come in and help me out. I have a few tracks where I've had some drummers help me put down some drum tracks because it's, it's cool to have a really good drummer playing down some live tracks and I've had a few people uh, play some, I tried to do some bluegrass things and I had some people come in and do some banjo and mandolin for me and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I got started in it. And um, one of my first gigs ever was uh, Kansas, had, it used to have this thing called the Kansas Sampler Festival and it would go around to every two years to different um, towns in the state and it would kind of be a sample of what Kansas has and they had a, a stage for musicians and they had a children's stage. So I, um, I uh, put in to play at that stage, and uh, I got accepted with my demo tracks I'd sent to them. Went and did this and had lots of fun, really enjoyed it. I was nervous as heck, and I only had maybe <laughs> a, a dozen songs that I had written at that time, so I was pretty limited in what I had written of my own. You know, I did a few other things that weren't my songs, but I mainly did my own songs. And now I look back on that, and I'm thinking, man, how did I ever get through that first gig? <laughs> So how was it when you when you finally had your own music recorded and released? It was it was pretty exciting. It uh, you know I had done um, some recordings with bands I had been in and made CDs that way, but I'd never done one of my own, and so it was really kind of cool to go through that creative process and be the one in charge and and um, deciding you know the how you the final product how it went to turn out and. Um, you know, you learn by experience, you know, and there's a lot of things I'd go back and do differently differently on that first CD, but, you know, you have to start somewhere to get better. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, so you were still teaching at that time, right? Yeah, and I still continue to teach. Um, I, uh, I taught prime. Then after I taught band and did some of the elementary music, I went to a position uh, for quite a while to where I did just elementary music and beginning band. So I still got to do some of my band stuff, but I really kind of got to fine tune my children's music. And it was, it was, it was a good situation because I could uh, come up with some songs and go into the class and say, Hey, check this tune out. See what you think of this. And they were kind of my guinea pigs and, and they give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's like, okay, I got to go back to the drawing board on this one. Oh, they like that one. And so that kind of helped me, um, kind of fine-tune some of my skills yeah children are, are the best critics I think they, are. they are the intended audience here so they tell you the way they think 
So do you still do um, your adult music as well uh, in parallel? Or are you all in now on, on kids' music? I pretty much just do all kids' music. I, I do write um, uh, some other more music, you know, catered to adults, but not very much. I throw in a few here and there. Sometimes if I get kind of a mixed crowd of a lot of adults and some young kids, then I'll throw one in. I, I wrote one a while back about, um, I dedicated to the grandparents that bring their kids to the concert and it's called, uh, fits just right. And it's just about how being a grandparent, cause I have, I have four grandkids and, um, um, and being a grandparent just fits so right for me. I have so much fun with them. They come over and jam with me and I go, or I go over there. We've written some songs together and, you know, it just it was just a good feeling, and so I said we got to write a song about how me being a grandparent is just fits so right for me in my situation. So I I like to do that song for then dedicated to the grandparents. That's sweet, love it. Have you gotten uh, Have you gotten your grandkids or your kids involved in your recording? That I have, yeah. They've been in some of my videos. Uh, I have a song that I go do in a lot of my shows called the Tambourine Star. And so I had them come over and they played tambourine with me and did all the actions that go in the song. And um, the fits me just right. They're in that song, too. They dancing around with me. And um, I did one called Be Happy. And and they're all dancing around doing the actions that are in the song. And um, so I, they enjoy doing that. <laughs> Recently, not too long ago, we uh, we were out at my um, in-laws farm and they noticed the chickens all picking at their poo out there and so they were laughing about that we went back to the house because we were we were babysitting him for the weekend uh which can be trouble and especially for me probably um they we got back there and they're like we should write a song about that so they helped me write the song called pecking at the poo and (laughs) so then we had to go back i had to get some video of the chickens and stuff and so we put together a video of that and it was a fun process and and you know that's a a memory you can't um, take away from anybody. They'll remember us writing that song together for many years. Yeah, no, that's one thing universal among children's artists that I've talked to. It's like anything, anything can inspire a song. Yeah. <laughs> but I think know. that that may be the most unique uh, inspiration story I've heard so far. Yeah, it is pretty. <laughs> it's pretty unique. <laughs> All right. You ready to get into your song? You bet. All right. Well, Dino Chicken Nuggets. I think uh, as a parent, most of us are probably familiar with it. And this is one of those that was uh, inspired by some kids. Um, A few years ago, I started a new teaching job about three years ago, and I was working with some eighth grade girls on a singing part in a in vocal class. And uh, they knew I wrote songs and they said, Mr. Sauer, you should write a song about dino chicken nuggets because we just love those dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets. And they dared me. They were like, "We, you won't write a song about that. So I was like, I can do this. So like a couple of weeks later, I came back with Dino Chicken Nuggets. And, and now it gets plays all over the time, all over the place. And they, they hear it on Spotify. They hear it on YouTube. And, and they'll come up to me and, hey, how many plays has this got now? And they're like, are we kind of famous because we inspired you for this song? <laughs> so it was, it was pretty neat. They, uh, they, they still ask me about it. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, no, the, the song is, is really nice. What what are some of your musical inspirations? Because um, I, I noticed a little bit of electronica feel in this one, and I had yeah. I had that all over my my latest album. There's just something about the '80s sound that that still resonates with me. Yeah, I uh, 
I, I grew up in the 80s, and so I some of my songs kind of have an 80s rock feel to it. So, and I put I like the electronic sounds because I'm a keyboard player, and I love the synth stuff and um, some of the, the newer uh, kind of techno beats and drum sounds and stuff like that. So that's one of the things I love about being a children's artist is that I can write in just about any type of style. You know, I can make it sound country. I can make it sound rock. I can make it sound more folkish if I want to. Or, you know, that's that's one of the beauties of being a children's artist. I think as long as you have the song that sounds fun, you know, I think you can do it in about any style. Absolutely. Agreed. All right. Well, let's play the song. Here is Dino Chicken Nuggets by Jam and Randy. All right. Thanks. Nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. No other type of nugget will do, just dino chicken nuggets. When I'm feeling hungry and I hear my tummy rumble, give me dino nuggets and you won't hear me grumble. I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. Oh, please, somebody, anybody, dino chicken nuggets. No mac and cheese, grilled cheese, hamburger and cheese All I need are dino chicken nuggets, please I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets No other type of nugget will do, just dino chicken nuggets Tacos, nachos, a bowl of Cheerios Won't help my hunger, I think, this you know I like nuggets Nuggets, dino chicken nuggets, I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. Oh somebody, anybody have dino chicken nuggets? Peanut butter jelly won't help me in a jam. Bring me dino nuggets or you can scram. I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets, I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. Surely somebody has some dino chicken nuggets. Pizza. Hot dogs, chicken noodle soup They come real close, I'll keep them in the loop I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets Alright, everybody sings along, ready? Here we go! I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets Oh, please everyone sing with me! I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. I like nuggets, nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. Oh, I love nuggets, dino chicken nuggets. I like nuggets. And that was Dino Chicken Nuggets by Jam and Randy. All right, Randy, let everybody know where they can stream, download, purchase that song, and where they can find and connect with you on social media and your website. All right, yeah, you can find Dino Chicken Nuggets on about any streaming service. It's on Pandora, it's on Spotify, Amazon. Um, I have a YouTube video. You can find it on there if you want to watch the video. Um, and so you can find it just about any place. Um, you can go to my website, www.jamandrandy.com, and it has links to, like, my YouTube channel on there and all the different places that you can go and find my music. Wonderful. All right. Jam and Randy, what is in store for you for the rest of 2022? Well, I um, I do a lot of library shows in the summertime. And uh, so this summer, the theme for the 
um, collaborative theme has been Oceans of Possibility. So I've been, I wrote some songs to go with that. Next summer's theme is about kindness. And so what I try to do at the end of this, this summer's kind of segment is uh, I start focusing on some songs for next summer's theme and stuff. And I already have a whole bunch of kindness songs. So I'll probably write a few new songs about kindness and friendship and uh, put those together. Um, I, I do festivals throughout the rest of the year and some um, school shows and more libraries. So I keep performing, but I kind of slow down towards the end of summer. And then I get a chance to kind of go back to focus on writing some new material. Nice. All right. And one last call out for Jam and Randy. Uh, check him out in my music video for Kindy Rockstar. He uh, he submitted a clip for that and it was included. So go have a look at that. And Randy, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. It's been lots of fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. Take care.